Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It's round two of the Ryder Cup, the Short Shots edition of Long Shots, the world's number one rated golf betting show right here on VSIN and vsin.com. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you for a preview of Saturday's action at Whistling Straits Golf Club in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Wes, I cast my bet on the United States to lead after day one, and they did so in convincing fashion. And you know what? I, I never like a blowout in this event because I think the real excitement about the Ryder Cup is the incredible pressure and drama. And all that goes away if this ends up being a landslide. And we said that. We kind of felt in our initial preview that there was no middle ground here. It was either going to be lopsided or a real nail biter. And right now, it's the former so far. The United States out in front, six to two after day one. Yeah, I got the uh, three to one session there in the foursomes uh, in the morning, and then the couple matchups that we recommended. Cantley and Shoffley were winners in their first matchup, as were DJ and Colin Marikawa, and kind of more of the same for the Saturday foursome sessions. The exact four pairings <clears throat> for Team USA 
are going to be sent out. Of course, updating the score, it is six to two, three to one in both sessions. Team USA wins both. So you're sending out basically the same foursomes, just kind of in a different order. It was uh, Spieth and Justin Thomas. They were the only losers in that foursome session in the morning. They were the starters, but Kepka and Daniel Berger back out there. Dustin Johnson, Colin Marikawa go back out for another round, as do Patrick Cantley and Xander Schauffele. So the pairings just were released a little bit over an hour ago for the uh, sun, the Saturday morning sessions, rather. So same four sitting for Team USA in the morning tomorrow. That would be Bryson DeChambeau and Scotty Scheffler, who will probably go back out in the four ball. Tony Finau and Harris English, they got a win in the afternoon in the four ball matches. And then sitting for Team USA, Europe, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Shane Lowry, Ian Poulter, and Rory McIlroy. First time ever Rory McIlroy is going to sit out a Ryder Cup session. He went 0-2 today, and I'm a little bit surprised. Maybe that's kind of a motivation thing. Maybe it's like, okay, maybe we'll try something, and he'll get fired up, but I don't know if that's going to go over well having Rory McIlroy sit because it really wasn't all on Rory McIlroy. They, the, the Europeans just got outplayed with the exception of John Rahm. I mean, if Patty Harrington had a choice, he'd send out John Rahm with John Rahm and John Rahm with John Rahm in pretty much all four matchups. But Rahm and Garcia were the uh, lone victory in a match, and that was in the morning uh, foursomes match over Thomas and Spieth, and then a couple halves in the afternoon four ball. But it's not over, Brady. I think Terrell Hatton making that birdie to have that match uh, there in the afternoon session against Scheffler and DeChambeau probably kept Europe breathing. So it's not over, but man, I don't see a path to victory for these guys right now. Yeah, it is a gutsy call by Harrington to sit out Rory McIlroy. And, and I think you're right. Uh, the Europeans didn't necessarily play lousy. The U.S. was really just great and lived up to the billing. Uh, unlike years in the past, when we look at this team on paper, we talked about this in our initial preview as well. You always look at that United States team on paper, and it's absolutely loaded. And once again, they are this year. But it played out in round one at the Ryder Cup in Wisconsin, and uh, they are off to a 16 to two lead. John Rahm, yeah, I thought he played excellent. Sergio Garcia was certainly pretty good. I thought Victor Hovland was very good, mm -hmm. and Tommy Fleetwood was very good. That was a nice pairing there, and unfortunately, they ended up having that match as Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantley really made a charge down the final few holes of that match. Uh, and I thought Bern Wiesberger, as a rookie, actually played pretty well. And, and looking at these Saturday foursomes, Garcia and Rahm will go out in the lead position for Europe once again. In. They're a favorite at minus 130 over Kepka and Berger. Dustin Johnson and Morikawa minus 150 over Paul Casey and Terrell Hatton. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth at minus 170 over Hovland and Wiesberger. Uh, and Xander and Patrick Cantley at minus 200, a big number there over Lee Westwood and Matthew Fitzpatrick. And, and Westwood and Fitzpatrick were kind of disappointing. Mm -hmm. They really ne never made much of any noise in their fr uh, Friday match against Kepka and Berger. But looking at these matchups, I think I'd go with Garcia and Rom again. I think Kepka and Berger could be set up for a little bit of a letdown. They were really good on Friday. They're probably feeling good about themselves and maybe a little bit casual. Garcia and Rom, they know that, uh, you know, the, the weight of Europe is on their shoulders here. And, and oftentimes that breeds pressure. But, but I think uh, they are the rightful favorite there, and I'd probably go that way. Also, Johnson and Morikawa, absolutely impressive in the morning. And, and I would lay the 150 here. I don't think Casey's been that great. 
Terrell Hatton made that putt that you made, but I don't think he that you mentioned rather, but I don't think he's been excellent. And conversely, I think Johnson and Morikawa is a brilliant pairing. Uh, but as far as an underdog, I might look at Hovland and Wiesberger. Both of those guys played really well. Thomas, you know, you could say he's inspired by the way he closed that match in his uh, have that he got late in the day today. Uh, but that's a big price at minus 170 over a couple of guys who played pretty well. By the way, your lead point scorers so far, John Rahm has two points for Europe, Dustin Johnson and Xander Schauffele, each with two points for the United States. Yeah, and uh, look, right now, kind of the leader in the house is John Rahm on the European side, got that have in the afternoon match. But I'll go and kind of go over these foursomes matches as you kind of led into, Brady. John Rahm and Sergio Garcia, absolutely. I think that they're worth a bet, and they've taken a little action early on. They were seven under on their own ball, uh, actually six under because they did make a bogey on the par five fifth, but still were six under together in foursomes. I think by far were the best of any of the teams teams when you looked at it and in terms of how they played uh and uh actually Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele just a little bit just a little bit better on that side but you know won these holes and 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 I would like John Rahm and and Sergio Garcia in that matchup would lean to DJ Morikawa I'm surprised it's not a little bigger actually which is giving me a little bit of pause seeing it at 140 at some places 150 so that has given me pause. Uh, would lean to Thomas and Steve. Steve Stricker's going to send him out again. And when I tweeted these pairings, all the feedback I got was, why is Tony Finau sitting? Because Tony Finau and Harris English, of course, both played very well. Easily won their four-ball match in the afternoon, which is the best ball format, not an alternate shot format that we're getting in these morning sessions, not only today, but also on Saturday. So... You know, it's like, okay, well, who do you replace him with? Nobody really played poorly. I guess Justin Thomas, by his standards of going 4-1 and one at the last Ryder Cup in Paris back in 2018, played poorly. But he kind of seemed to come to life on that back nine. Because remember, he and Cantlay were down, I think, three down through eight holes against Tommy Fleetwood and Victor Hovland and fought back to get a half a point. And, you know, they had that, the Europeans had that match on cruise control and then couldn't get it home. So, would lean a little bit Thomas and Spieth. I like that Steve Stricker, I think, is giving them a second chance. I think they have earned it. Westwood Fitzpatrick, man, I just, I, I think they're almost a sacrificial lamb here against Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele. In the foursomes, they went undefeated in the President's Cup, and of course, they won today. They lost both their four-ball matches, so that's why I think you saw Steve Stricker kind of split Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele up in the better ball format and just stick with the alternate shot. I, it's a big price at 190, but I'd rather be laying it rather than taking it. Wes, what about the overall Ryder Cup price? The Europeans are at plus 950 to win now the three-way uh, three points result, plus 950, almost 10 to 1. And the United States is a minus 800 favorite. Uh, a tie is now up to 18 to 1. That opened at about 12 to 1 before we got underway on Friday. I, I mean, with this score, does minus 800 seem a little cheap to you? You know, very well could be, but it is six to two. I think if this went seven to one or even six and a half to one and a half, if Hatton doesn't get that, uh, get that uh, uh, half a point, 
then I think it really would have been over. That would have been way tough to overcome. And four points is obviously tough enough. But you kind of recall, everybody remembers that moment at Medina when Ian Poulter made that birdie and got the team and yelled out that 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 howl. And, you know, it really kind of turned the tide. I didn't think that Terrell Hatton putt necessarily turned the tide here. And speaking of Ian Poulter, he'll be sitting in the morning session Two, four, and two ever since uh, that time at Medina where he went 4-0. So, look, career-wise, he's been great in the Ryder Cup, but I wrote it up in my write-up for Point Spread Weekly. He's been a, a little pedestrian ever since then, and he's been very beatable. And now you've got a guy that's 45 years old, Lee Westwood at 48 years old. I think you're kind of seeing a change of the changing of the guard with this team. And then the fact that Rory McIlroy is sitting this uh, morning session. I think Patty Harrington is just trying something, and he's got he's kind of maybe a little bit out of ideas here because I think that's what he's doing. Because you recall back, you know, in the 80s and in the 90s for the Ryder cup would Seve Ballesteros ever been sat in his prime no he wouldn't have but Rory McIlroy is so I'm sure he's not very happy about that maybe that spurs the guys in terms of the morning session it's like hey they're sitting Rory you know he's even though he's not number one one in the world like John Rahm he's still kind of long term like the main guy and the mainstay for the European team so maybe Harrington is thinking okay this is going to spur these guys but Boy, when I look at it just on the surface, I thought, okay, this could be a three to one. Maybe they split this session because I would certainly, I'm going to bet Garcia and Rom, and I would probably bet Spieth and Thomas, and I'm going to bet Cantlay and Shoffley. I don't know what I'm doing with the DJ Morikawa Casey Hatton match, but it just seems like it's going to be a real Herculean task for the Europeans to come back. I just think they're so out talented. And when you consider, Hey, Justin Thomas was like considered your worst player because I thought Spieth kind of carried the weight in that first match in the morning. And by the way, Spieth is the only guy that hadn't posted a point or any type of, of scoring on the board because he only played that one session. And I thought he played terrific and had some really great miraculous shots, but I, I just don't see this getting any better for the Europeans. I hate to doubt them because you know what they're always capable of, but I think that you're seeing the age finally materialize on this team. Yeah, Jordan Spieth does not technically have a point, but he probably does have award, an award for the most amazing shot so far of the Ryder Cup. Uh, his escape uh, off the side of a cliff there in the morning round on Friday was absolutely unbelievable and even shocked John Rahm and Sergio Garcia. Their jaw dropped uh, when they saw Jordan pull off that shot as he ran down, coming back off of the hill towards Lake Michigan. Just a really cool visual there uh, and an incredible shot by a guy that's an absolute magician around the greens, and he showed that again in the morning round in that loss to Garcia and Rom. You know me, Wes, I think it's a very difficult handicap, these two-on-twos. Now, obviously, it appears that the Americans have a decided advantage in most of them. If I was going to bet them, I, I would be with you, and I'd take Garcia and Rom, and I'd also take DJ and Morikawa. I think that's a brilliant pairing, and Johnson has really been on fire. Morikawa sat out in the afternoon afternoon so he'll be fresh uh, I wouldn't want to lay the price with Thomas and Spieth because I think Hovland and Wiesberger is a decent pairing they yeah. may give Thomas and Spieth a run and, and Xander and Cantley yeah they ought to win for sure but boy is that expensive and I just don't know if I want to lay that wood 
Yeah, and uh, you were talking about Garcia and Rom. Uh, they followed that Spaniard tandem. Uh, every time you've had a Spanish team together, and obviously the bulk of this is Seve Ballesteros and Jose Maria Olathabal, 24 and 5 all time in the Ryder Cup, uh, this Spanish team. And Garcia and Rom absolutely fit very well together. You mentioned Johnson and Marikawa, and we talked about that in the Thursday Night Short Shots podcast last night. Maybe this is finally the partner that DJ has found because they have not been able to find a partner for this guy. He's been kind of bad in the alternate shot. He's always very good in singles, three and one, just the one loss to Ian Poulter in Paris back in 2018. But he finally found somebody, I think, that compliments him. This is a guy that has a lot of power, a lot of distance, and also commingled with some accuracy off the tee. And then it's like, okay, I put this guy in good position. I got the best iron player in the world. And they absolutely showed it today. I think that they finally found a pairing together. I was actually surprised that both of them sat. So it's kind of like an embarrassment of riches. Like, And I'll go back to what I was talking to about uh, or talking about with Finau. It's like, well, Finau should be in for Justin Thomas or Finau should be in the lineup for the foursomes it's like who the hell are you gonna sit you're gonna sit Dustin Johnson you're gonna sit Colin Marikawa you're gonna sit Cantlay you're gonna sit Shoffley you can't really uh sit uh Kepka and Berger and by the way Paul Azinger did have a great line on that broadcast uh finally uh first win of the year for Florida State with uh Kepka and Berger of course the uh, two Seminoles teaming together so uh the Florida State Seminoles are at least on the board here in the fall we'll see if the football team will follow suit yeah, and one aside note here, Wes, and uh, we'll get out of here. I'll uh, ask you one more time for all of your best bets. But one side note um, that I thought was pretty cool and good for the game was the the love for Bryson DeChambeau today. And you know how it's been for him the last six months or so, or you could argue even, you know, a few years of his career where he's had that personality that people don't necessarily latch on to, and he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But, you know, going out there and being animated and fired up with his partner, Scotty Scheffler, who happens to be good friends, a couple of guys that hail from the Dallas, Texas area, and they really lit it up in that match and the fans there at Whistling Straits, they knew that these guys were up against the number one player in the world in John Rahm and and they supported Bryson 1000% and I thought that was good to see and Bryson responded and and it was nice to see some love for the guy after there's been so much hate for a while. Yeah and how about a uh, 417 yard drive that he had hit in the afternoon four ball session uh, just absolutely crushed it and look the thing about Bryson DeChambeau he can be maybe a little bit intimidating to play against because we've already seen it in stroke play in some of these events even a Rory McIlroy as accomplished as Rory McIlroy is this distance that DeChambeau is getting is I think it gotten in his head and that's why he's gone back to a new coach with Pete Cowan and he's trying to get some length and you can still see Rory McIlroy not informed the fact that he is sitting a Ryder Cup session for the first time in his career he's been part of this Ryder Cup team since 2010 I believe it was the the uh, Ryder Cup in Wales and look they got absolutely boat raced in the afternoon four and three by Harris English and Tony Finau so a lot of things uh, uh, Patrick Harrington has got to try here and just you know when you're down six to two you got to throw something at the wall and hope it sticks and uh, see if they can get the majority of the points and maybe just win a session that that's going to spur them but it like I said it is very hard to see a path to victory here for the Europeans. 
Yeah, and uh, as far as DeChambeau's length off the tee, note that John Rahm outdrove him a few times today. So mm -hmm. we talk about uh, DeChambeau and his length. Uh, there, there's a few other guys around the world that are pretty long, too. Uh, all right, one more time, your best bets for Saturday, Wes? Yeah, Garcia and Rahm, and the low I see in the market is about $1.28. $1.30. I think that that's layable against Kepka and Berger. I think they have to have that point. They have to have that match or they're not going to have any opportunity. And those guys were six under on their on their ball today, made seven birdies between them and a foursomes, which is a lot. So Garcia and Rom. And uh, I think I'm going to go with Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffele. It's a big price at about $1.95. So anything over $2 might be a little dicey. Maybe you could play that in terms of like, the amount of holes, maybe minus one and a half holes if you have that in your market. So that would be something I would look at. I'm not going to end up laying Thomas and Speeth. I thought I was going to, but Wiesberger and Hovland could be the surprise grouping here. I thought both actually made a nice acquittal of themselves as rookies this afternoon. So just the first match and the latter match for me in the foursomes. Yeah, I, I am with you on Garcia and Rom. I would take a stab on DJ and Morikawa in the neighborhood of minus 150. I have not been impressed with Paul Casey really at all. And Hatton did have the one moment late in the afternoon on Friday. But uh, I think Johnson and Morikawa have been maybe the most impressive pairing of the Ryder Cup so far. And then I'm with you leaning towards the dog there, Hovland and Wiesberger at plus 150. That is going to do it for us, the short shots edition of the World number one rated golf betting show here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Enjoy the Ryder Cup with all of us at VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.